Hello, I'm Amon Jordan. And I'm Annie Roach. And, and this, this is, is Pop's, Pop's Fantasy. Fantasy. It's the show where we combine our deep and abiding love for pop culture with Amon's surprising passion for fantasy sports. Hi, Amon. Hey, Annie. We're back for another episode. I know, episode three. Today we got, what is a stand? We're going to dive deeper a little bit into what it means to be a stan and why we're all like this <laughs> <laughs> why am i like this well i don't know if i really ask that about myself because i don't really know that i don't really identify as a stan well you can therapize us we're gonna have us meaning we'll have me and joe he's my twit mute <laughs> that that is such a funny phrase to me but sorry you know, you're Twitter what mutual. I know, Twitter yeah, I know. Mutual, you're twit <laughs> yeah. mute. Is that really a thing people say? That's really a thing. You can look it up on the internet. Twit mute. I say it very, it just cracks me up. You type it, you know, you're my mute. But. M U T? M O O T. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Moot. Twit moot. Mm-hmm. We're going phonetic. Okay, cool. Okay, yeah. here's your twit moot. How did this come to pass? How did you um, cultivate this relationship with our guest? I feel like, I mean, it had to be through Miss Clarkson, you know? And this is not going to be an entire Kelly Clarkson podcast, I promise. Mm-hmm. I'll go back to Jeremy and Pam for that one. But <laughs> um, we just followed each other, building a community around Twitter. And then I feel like I just enjoy his posts. They're very level-headed, if that makes sense. I don't know. Level-headed So I'm excited to hear what he has to say. Twitter. Yeah, Right. Is that a thing? We're gonna start it. They're gonna start that section of Twitter. Level headed. Yeah, level twit. level headed Twitter. Cause it's unhinged out there, and I'm just kind of wanna start dissecting a little bit. Okay, let's get level headed. <laughs> We're gonna invite our friend Joe on, and get this thing going. Whoop whoop. All right, all right, cool. Today we have episode. We're on episode three. We have. Um, my friend Joe um, from Twitter and other things on um, the episode today. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about yourself? Do you want a little introduction? Yeah. Um, I'm Joe Morton, and I am a huge Kelly Clarkson stan. That's probably like the main thing about me that um, you guys are interested in, at least. So <laughs> I'll bring that up. It is a huge part of my life, truly. Um, and then, I mean, other than that, I'm probably a very just kind of creative brain suffering under the thumb of capitalism. Um, so <laughs> other than that part, then yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, huge Kelly stan. I love pop music in general and pop culture. What, I mean, us gays in general eat that shit up, right? Um, but yeah, I think, uh, we'll have lots of fun stuff to talk about in the Stan realm because I am quite the definition of that word. So, <laughs> Love it. That was 20 yes. times better than what I could have said. So that was wonderful. <laughs> and that's I think that's probably like something... bullshit. You're being nice. <laughs> no, no, no. In, in the beginning, We've I chatted before. Saying... You're smart. I know you are. But to like, to encapsulate you and how you, you know, your essence, that was really good. You know, Thank you. Nice. I and I was. I tried to leave all the boring stuff out. <laughs> um, 
in the beginning before you signed on oh go ahead sorry wait i want to say one thing sorry (laughs) is that i was like i love a lot of like a lot of your tweets i was telling annie are like very level-headed i feel like you have a level-headed approach to a lot of things where in the stand world is so it's chaos you know so i feel like you're kind of coming as like it's it's just the, the, it's kind of the right the right answer it feels like every time you come to Aww. the right right mm-hmm. um conclusion so i really appreciate having you on my timeline and things like that so. that's such a nice compliment thank you mm-hmm. amand i appreciate it did i say that right amand um, yeah, is it Amon? amand okay yeah. is that the same name as the character from the first season of white lotus i have not seen white lotus yeah. Wait, okay, who, I think there's a character, character in the first season. I think his name is Amand, the hotel owner. Oh. Or not owner, but like the manager guy. I the one that's Armand eating the butthole. I think it's with an R, yes. The oh, you're eater. right, that is. I think that's it's right. Armand. It's Armand. I think they you're right. They say right. it's the, the, what is it, the, um, I haven't gotten that far, but the, um, the villain in Korra, the legend of Korra, his name is Amand, he just has see. one missing okay. M. Um, I haven't seen that, but. Have you seen Avatar? I've never even heard of that. I have seen Avatar. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> Is that Both the sequel them. to Avatar? Yeah. Gotcha. Avatar Last Airbender. Oh. Oh, oh you're that talking about the Avatar. other Avatar. You're talking about the animated oh, Avatar. Oh, see? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this the animated happens. Avatar is really popular. It's oh understandable gosh. why you would have confused that. That's yeah. That was like you? a cult following. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, the first one, yeah. The, the cartoon or the anime and I'm gonna get flamed for that one but. no it's the movie the movie is what's really popular and oh good. right I'm totally kidding I'm just being an asshole because I know okay, people I was like, the first one the first one was <laughs> I guess had a lot of buzz yeah I think people were just excited about the visuals and then there was no need for a second one wasn't it M. Night Shyamalan who directed that first or the Avatar Last Airbender the film oh yeah that yeah was... I was making a joke about how bad that Oh, Everyone that hates one. that film. I was like gonna try to brag about it and be like, "It's so good." And see if it, like <laughs> bothered you. That one, one was totally <laughs> out of my memory. I forgot that even existed. That's so funny. I know it, people hate it. Yeah. It's when funny. I watched the first Avatar, we, um, I was sitting in the movie. I had no, I had no idea what that movie was about. The blue people, and um, my friends were like, "Oh, let's go." It was Christmas Day, and we went in. I was I, my only knowledge was the last Airbender, so I was like waiting for Aang and you know Fire Nation. And I was sitting there like, where's oh, no. Aang in the middle of the epi- in the middle of the movie? Hey, where's Aang? Is that Aang? Does he transform? And they're like, wrong franchise, and everyone started laughing. It was so funny. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, now I get it. But <laughs> I'm on. I feel like James Cameron stole the name. Um, not cool. <laughs> James I Cameron. know. Why would they name them both the same thing just to confuse us in moments like this? But Amon, this reminds me of how you thought Leonardo DiCaprio was the guy that played Romeo in the movie from the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> from the 60s, huh? Amon told me this whole story about how hot Leonardo DiCaprio was in his tights in Romeo and Juliet that he watched in high school. <laughs> and I had to break it to him that that wasn't Leonardo DiCaprio. That movie came out 30 years before that. <laughs> That's that hilarious. Were you made to watch that Romeo and Juliet movie in school? The old one, yes, yeah, yeah. I think we did. Yeah. Well, there's drama around that movie now. The actors that played Romeo and Juliet are like suing for sexual harassment or something because oh, 
they were 16 and there's like full nude scenes of them and they said the director yeah. like didn't tell them like sort of manipulated them into doing this wow. we have some dark human history truly yeah. especially in the industry it's like yeah jeez the power dynamics are really dark very wow. very sad that's what it sometimes. is power dynamics it is yeah Okay, should we I'm gonna... jump into this rapid yeah, fire and yeah, yeah. shift the, the mood? <laughs> Let's get I it I love to... a good rapid fire. <laughs> All right. So it's just so, so quick. There's f- five quick questions. Um, first, what was the last album you listened to? Ooh, like a full album? Yeah. Like last I listened to like fresh or just like last I literally listened to? Like the last, yeah, the last, the last. Literally, the last one that was like... Literally the one I... Sorry, I think way too deep into questions. No, yeah, go ahead. I, I would say, actually, it was probably Meaning of Life. I just turned Ooh. that on this morning. I haven't listened to it in a while. Kelly Clarkson's Meaning of Life. Yeah. I'll be more clear there. Um, I haven't Thank listened you. to it in a while, and I wanted to kind of, like, get into my stan feelings, so I was like, time for some Meaning of Life. Ooh. And plus, it's the beginning of the year, so it's time to start refreshing our brains on some KC discography before the new album. So Right. That's it. I was just went back to Stronger and I was like, I listened to You Can't Win and I was like, oh, man, so- this song and I started going to the album. Like I cannot wait. And it's how she's doing like a this is not rapid, but <laughs> this is how she's doing an interview and stuff and I was like, gonna get back into the albums you got, too. Yeah. You got two Kelly fans talking about <laughs> Kelly. That was my fault. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right, all right. Second question. What is your favorite music video ever? Do you have one? Ever? Yeah. Mm. Ooh, I'm going to give a fun one. I probably don't rank things to have, like, a for sure favorite all the uh-huh. time or anything. Like, in I've had moment. different favorites. You're right. Different favorites in the moments or for different reasons. But just to give, like, a fun answer, I'm going to go with, um, I think it's, the band was called Marcy's Playground, the Sex and Candy oh, song and from candy. the 90s. Do you remember Iconic. that music video? Yes. Had, like his head was like in the floor and there was like a spider crawling next to uh-huh. it. It was just about a lot of like weird <gasps> oh, imagery and it yes. was just like it was very that, 90s. Like, colorized, like black and white but colorized vibe that was yeah. all, like your eyes can't ever quite settle on anything. Yeah. And that's like makes you really uncomfortable yeah. and uh-huh. it's just weird and like random. Yeah. I love Oh, like, cool. Yeah, you're the I'll first person we've asked that question to, and I am excited to hear their answers because I was not expecting that. That was very fun. I wasn't. It just came out. <laughs> like, that one. Yeah. Never yeah. would I expect Marcy Playground to come into this conversation today, but I'm so glad. I know. Here, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, if you can go to a sleepover at some a celebrity's house, who would it be? Ooh, a celebrity. Would it be more interesting if I did a pop star or like any celebrity? Follow your heart. Yeah. Follow my heart. Um, and wait, this is a slumber party. Oh yes, Ooh. even better. Sleepovers. Yeah, did did you sleepovers, not say slumber? No, I said sleepovers. Sleepover, slumber, slumber parties are slumber. You know, it sounds. My ten-year-old came out. I was like <laughs> slumber party. Um, I ooh, who would be fun to stay the night at their house? I'm trying to think. I'm gonna go with. You can edit out all of the silence of me not being able to decide ever. <laughs> the um, drama, the build up. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, the high music. stakes I'm feeling yeah. on this question. <laughs> I, oh gosh, I just, I love 
celebrities, I'm going to, or maybe not celebrities, I love artists, but Mm. I'm going to go with Beyonce, mainly because of the whole Renaissance club they're doing in LA right now. Uh Or they did one night, I don't know, I'm not, I don't live there, but I feel like having a Renaissance slumber party with Beyonce would be so cool. (laughs) I'm obsessed with that album right now, so I'm going to say that. Yeah. Did not think that was an answer, and that was that's all I'm sneaking in your it bag. It just seems so <laughs> impossible to aspire, yeah. but to aspire to such great heights, I gotta respect it. But when you first said that, I was thinking it would be like a family slumber party, like you'd get to hang out with Blue. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Jay Z would said be there. Anyway. I'm like, no, <laughs> to let's your do ravers. <laughs> yeah. I want to do Molly and Ray. Yeah. <laughs> <I love that. laughs> Where's Solange? Yeah, <laughs> that type yeah, of party. Solange. <laughs> She that's would be so probably weird. really fun. To party no, that's yeah. Solange. There. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would actually buy a party with Solange over Beyonce. I don't Same. Know. I love Beyonce. I just yeah. like personality wise. I feel like mm-hmm. Solange would be cool. Yeah. Totally. I, 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 <laughs> okay. Um, if you had to, um, if if you do have kids, if you want to have kids, who would you want to godparent your child? Still Ooh. celebrity. Pretending that I want children, who do I want? <laughs> God, or who your do, pets. Who would be a good godparent? <laughs> or your plants? <laughs> or your pets? There you go, like uh, little little pets. Um, as children, I'm for that. I ooh, who would be a good godparent? You know who'd be a good godparent? Lady Gaga. That's what I was thinking. (laughs) Really? She would be. She would be. (laughs) She is such a, like, take care of and, like, make feel special kind of human, I feel like. Very nurturing. She's a giver, nurturer, yeah. I think she would be a really good godparent. And she's a weirdo in in the best ways. And so I'd I'd want a weirdo godparent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she would like raise kids to believe in themselves and like yeah. see their inner artist. She would. Wow, she I would. love that. There would be no barriers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, maybe like kindness barriers, but like yeah. no like creative barriers. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Cute. That's a good answer. And then last one, do you have a favorite celebrity pet? A favorite celebrity pet. Ooh, I have a new favorite celebrity pet. Um, okay. Ariana Grande's dog. I think its name is Deleuze, but it has, like, one eye. <laughs> and it's, Aww. like, this, like, little miniature dog. And yeah. it's really cute. It was, um, it's actually the cover art. You can maybe cut this out if you want to. But my podcast I was doing, um, I had this really cool cover art. And the painting on the wall behind it had her little dog in it. With like Cute. his one eye. Oh wait, I think I saw that with all the yeah people around the table, all the gals. Yep. Yep. All the queens. The, the girl who drew the cover art who I found, she's a big Ariana Grande fan. And so I wanted her to have like her own little Ariana Easter eggs throughout Cute. it. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. I love that. That's cute. I support stands. I wanted her to be able to like be a stan at the same time as making it. So. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. That's what it is. That's what Lady Gaga would do. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we talked a little bit about stands. We're gonna get right into it now. Like, what is a stand to you? Like, what does that mean? Well, you know, I think like any kind of more, especially more like modern or kind of like made up word. There's probably like it's probably gone through like multiple definitions. Like the first thing I think of with the word stand is the um, 
that Eminem and Ditto song from like uh-huh. the early 2000s and it's kind of about a literal stalker fan who's mm-hmm. like think tries to kill him or something um so that's like pretty like brutal and horrible and there i think that that's i think how the word got started mm-hmm. so not on great terms um but then over the years yeah we are just such big fans of these pop artists and then that we have kind of become like on some level stalkers <laughs> and so we've kind of made that word our own right um, yeah and so I guess I would consider stand for myself and why I feel very comfortable labeling myself that um, is I do pay attention to like Kelly's like career daily. Like I'm every day I'm like wanting Mm -hmm. to know if there's like any updated news or any good interviews or like any new pictures or like I'm such a geek and how many times did she breathe today? I get it. (laughs) <laughs> no truly i'm so and i'm so obsessed with her and i honestly don't give a shit about all of like the kids and the family stuff or, mm-hmm. or any of that i truly am just like obsessed with her as a person and like her voice and her music so yeah i i guess for me a stan maybe would be someone who it's like home to them it's like mm-hmm. someone to kind of turn to in your darkest times and like when you just need a little bit of hope when you don't have any personally maybe um you at least have some excitement (laughs) around that artist at all times maybe um so yes i maybe stan being a stan is a little bit of escapism for me Mm -hmm. personally um yeah that's that's it and so so what you said and i was kind of touching on this with annie and i was like i feel like that's a big part of the podcast is trying to break down exactly what, like why we all do this. You know what I mean? Like what is it in, in, in us that um, leads us to do this? But it's like some of the things that you were saying is like the escapism and also like feeling something in yourself that you just want to have another outlet to kind of even focus on, you know? It's like this is like I just, you know, things around me are so chaotic that I'm just going to like look at Kelly Clarkson or Beyonce or something like that just to, you know, have some sort of peace and normality yeah. in it. Um, so I'm it just provides curious. hope. Yeah. 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 And I'm always how like, long, it's like the, go ahead. How long have you stand Kelly, Joe? For quite a long time. I actually, this kind of is actually one of my five stand moments of myself that I was actually going to bring up a little bit later, but I'll just use it now. Um, but the breakaway album my good friend at the time when i was in like ninth grade decorated my locker for my birthday and hung up like kelly clarkson posters and bought the breakaway album for me and just because i had said kelly clarkson was hot that was the only reason why she did that (laughs) and that album i remember like putting in my cd player and like just like you know like we kind of make jokes about like little girls with like boy pop bands like One Direction or Jonas Brothers or Backstreet uh-huh. Boys or any of those. I was like that with Kelly, like mm-hmm. just off of that album, I became obsessive. And so probably around that time was when the standum part of it like really started was like, yeah, 2004, 2005. Yeah. So. Yeah, now was she the first person that you were standing or did you, cause I like, for me, it was around the same time, but I just realized with Kelly that I was doing this with artists 
you know, I just had a word to it at that moment. I was like, oh, I'm a stan. Like, this is how I feel towards Janet Jackson and Mariah Carey and, like, other people. I just didn't know that it was a word. And then I just went really hard for Kelly. That's a good question because I've never thought about it because Kelly was maybe the first, like, pop artist I, Mm -hmm. like, stand. But I have, I guess, yeah, I've sort of always been a bit of a stan of things in general. Um, like, and this is maybe a little weird, but also maybe pretty common within the LGBT community. But, um, I think I was, I was pretty young when the movie Titanic came out Mm -hmm. and I was like a stan of that. I was like seven or eight years old, probably. And Mm -hmm. I was like obsessed with this, like (laughs) very weird movie to be obsessed with, but I was like obsessed with Kate Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio. And I was such a stan at an early age of oh, things funny, yeah. in general. Yeah, I was like, banned what a weird thing movie. for an eight-year-old to love. But <laughs> but it's not yeah. that surprising because it was so in the zeitgeist and the culture, right? The song true. and it was all every anybody was talking about. True, that's true. Yeah, I was obsessed. I remember buying like um, the album track list, and I remember like wanting every single magazine I could get my hands mm. on. And I remember like calling into the radio station and requesting my heart will go on. And <laughs> I it was love like, it. And it was back when they played the the version of the song where it would have like little audio bits from the movie at the beginning or like in the middle of the song. Do you remember uh-huh. that? Yes, totally. Yeah. yeah, it was such good memories. So that was maybe totally. one of the first big things I stand. Yeah, that's Titanic. exciting. Because that was that was banned like. I remember my aunt and uncle were like, oh, we're going to go watch Titanic. And I was like, oh, I want to come. They're like, no, you can't see it. And then I just was like, I was not allowed to see it for some reason. Oh, I think it was the sex because of the hand. Yeah, it was the, yeah, yeah, we just both did it at the same time. <laughs> I got I grounded after seeing Titanic because neither my mom nor I knew how long it was. So she was like expecting <laughs> me to be home an hour earlier. Oh, no. <laughs> I got in big trouble, but it was worth it. You're like, what? You wanted me to leave the movie early? Yeah, That's obviously weird. that wasn't She did, happen. apparently. So do you <laughs> like Celine? Like, did you go that route and start, like, liking her discography? Um, not during that time, but, like, later on when I, probably, like, my middle teenage years, like, sorry, I'm, like, water burping right now. And I'm trying to <laughs> breathe. Um, but, yeah, Celine, I probably started getting really into vocalists, like, right around ninth. 10th grade because I was trying out for musicals and so I was like trying to learn how to sing and practice singing and then all of a sudden I became like really obsessed with um with like lots of different vocalists like of course like the greats Whitney Mariah and Celine um became like big staples around that time take note Rolling Stone sorry how I learned (laughs) to sing in general like yeah they literally taught me and their music was like a part of our lives Mm -hmm. so yeah Rolling Stone can suck (laughs) what was that and I don't even care if it was about like the artist and not necessarily the best vocalist even so your list still sucked (laughs) I mean to not have Celine on it that was just but so weird yeah how so you can sing like you do you have something you still pursue um, Would you call yourself a singer? Like, was that something you were trying out, or are you a singer? If I was in therapy, I would maybe be a singer, <laughs> but I'm not in therapy, and so the level, like, I guess, of attention that I, it's—I mean, just being a singer in general. I guess if you're a singer, you are a performer, and you tend to, I guess, like 
that kind of attention. And I guess I don't like that part of it. So mm-hmm. I'm like a singer by myself in my own time and <laughs> like not in front of anybody. And I do know how for the most part, but yeah, I don't necessarily I'm, I, performing in general is just yeah. like makes me want to kill myself. That sounds dramatic, but it's well, so terrifying. It's like so I'm dramatic. Like, oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. That's fascinating. Cause I always say, cause I, I feel like I have stage fright and I just don't like, I'm like socially awkward, all this stuff, but I'm like, I feel like if I would sing, I wouldn't, I'm always like, you wouldn't be able to shut me up. But I'm like, I also didn't, I don't really consider all of the other elements that go into like performing. And I'm like, how do they do that? Like when I'm watching them, like all these people are screaming at you and like, like I go and talk in front of like 20 people and I'm like shaking and trembling. And I'm like, how, like, how are they? I also hear that they like, their brain like switches into like a, it's almost like role play for them yeah Yeah. like people can like switch into like a second part of themselves i used to be able to do it when i was in like high school and i loved it i think i was just naive and i wasn't thinking about being perceived as much and now that i'm older it's a lot harder to kind of let go of like knowing you're being perceived and especially like if you're in the stan world People are like mean mm. about mm-hmm. singers. Like people are brutal. Like, yeah, you could have all the success in the world, and people will be like, "You're a C-rated singer. Why are you singing?" Like, yeah. And I'm sensitive, yeah. <laughs> so I have a sensitive heart. I'm like, no, I don't want people to be mean to me. This That's brings up like the great conundrum of the internet and stand culture, right? Which is like, <laughs> stand culture wouldn't exist without the internet. And so it's, like, necessary, but it's also a place of such toxicity and, like, evil at the same time. It's like a paradox. Yes, it is. It's like two, like, things that shouldn't be existing at the same time do. And it's it's hard, too, because they say, like, don't take, like, take the good with the bad. Like, it's both the same, you know, and it's like, that's very difficult. And they're like, like, they also say, like, don't read it. And it's like, but that's. I also want to read what people are saying. I want to like how you how you improve, how you get feedback. So it's like, but it's like how Oof. they're saying it and the the word choice. It's like my God, like. <laughs> right. Do you know why I think this is why I think self love is such a big topic right now? Because I think that is truly the key to kind of maneuver through a lot of mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Is is like having love and respect for yourself mm-hmm. and um i don't know i think that's a big thing i'm practicing right now to kind of hopefully grow in this world and grow in life and kind of hopefully climb those mountains and get over them when and how i don't know how but yeah no someday. that's true i've seen that even with myself and i was and i'm seeing you said that you don't like how you, earlier you said you didn't like ranking things and, and annie's mentioned that in the past too but I was like that. I was like very much like this or that, and like this had to be number yeah. one. I was very like cutthroat. But then like, like with very specifically like Carrie Underwood, like she just shouldn't have had a career at all. Like, like and all this stuff. And it was like, I've had those same moments <laughs> probably as a Kelly fan. But yeah, but it's like then I look when I really started like looking at myself, and I'm like, why do I care? Like you know, why do I? Like I just realized there was a lot inside of me that I felt like I kind of needed to work out. And I just projected out on these other people that just didn't know I was there. I've and been there. Just I've good, done the know? same thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's like you get really kind of sucked into that kind of stuff sometimes where it's like you're either with me or against me mm-hmm. or like you're either 
um, bad or good or yeah. like uh, all of those kind of and it's like it's art and it's we're literally all our own like perception of something is going to be unique based off of our own unique experiences so it's just none of those are ever going to completely match up and so it's kind of ends up feeling pointless the older you get you're kind of like well I don't know why I'm doing that (laughs) right I mean it's there's room for everybody right and that's like you talked about the boot or the thumb of capitalism that we're under right and that's how we have like all these battles there can only be one female pop star at the top or there can only be one female rapper at the top there has to be a best there has to be a greatest and that's like that binary thinking is what keeps us down and it's like like warring with each other i call it the myth of scarcity (laughs) it's there's not scarcity in a lot of these things but we fill it based around wanting to be right i think it's kind of like a self-righteousness kind of thing too it's like we are having a hard time um understanding that we're neither right or wrong Mm -hmm. and we're also both at the same time (laughs) like Uh so it's yeah it's complexity yeah it's hard to make sense of complexity when you're used to you stole the word right out of my mouth Mm -hmm. complexity yes no no it's perfect i like it um Wait, this reminded me of something else that I wanted to say about this topic, complexity, the internet. Oh, wait, it's about the internet and the dynamism of the internet. Pull it I'm out, pull it out. Damn it. Let's all it do it. It was such a good idea, but then I was living If in it pops up later, bring it. it back up. Okay. Yeah. I can talk about five things at once. If you bring it up out of nowhere <laughs> later, I'll be like, oh yeah, totally. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Well, one thing I was thinking about was, oh, 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 it's about gatekeeping. That I yes. think- like, as a child, like, I came of age in the late 90s, right? I was, like, I'm born in 85. So, you know, I was an early teen in the late 90s, and then the early 2000s, I was a teenager. I'm an 89, baby. Okay. Yeah. And you're, what, 90, 92? 91. 91, okay. 91, um, okay. And I feel you like... You do not look like you were born in 86, by the way. Thank you. you. Got, 85, even. Oh, my God. <laughs> And and Almond, I'm sorry, you just I know, look like I look, I look I'm an old yeah. <laughs> You just look young. Yeah. As you are. Beautiful. The skin is glowing. Yes. It's the light yes. is the upper light. But I feel like they're what I was a gatekeeper. It was like I'm into this and I'm the best at be- like I'm the number one no doubt fan. Nobody else loves Alanis Morissette <laughs> as much as I do. Like I love Sublime harder than anyone else. Ooh, you are a 90s grunge kid. <laughs> yeah, I like this. like SoCal okay. 90s for sure. And nice. it was like that was your whole identity. And, you know, it made me feel like, I don't know, it helped me understand who I was. But then the gatekeeping was like so toxic. Like if yes. somebody else would be interested in something similar, instead of building community with that person, I would want to like beat that person. And I feel yeah. like that is sort of a gift of the internet. Like one blessing of the internet is that, you can't you can't gatekeep knowledge about anything <laughs> because everybody has access to all the information all the time. And so yeah. that took some of the pressure of like being the best and being the number one whatever away. Yeah. But I think that also comes with all the other like inherent risks of <laughs> the internet too, right? So it's like it made me less gatekeepy. 
I don't know. I don't really know. Where I'm, I'm so going. glad I we're the same way because I, I know I understand what you mean because it's like I, I felt there was a point where it's like okay, everyone's getting this information. There's no way I can keep up. You know what I mean? So it was like it's a relief. I was losing my way. power, but then yeah, I was like I, I don't care. I didn't, I didn't care, but it's like it's just a different, different way of putting my energy into it. I guess. I'm really glad we're kind of all reaching a point though like we're at least i don't know there's like a really heightened sense of awareness um, yeah of that because i feel like i didn't even have that awareness a lot of those earlier years which is probably why i was like that totally. as well like gatekeeping or um all of the stuff we've been talking about you know mm-hmm. Getting older, there are some really awesome positives. Totally. <laughs> I like having coping skills for <laughs> such a gift for things. Right. Yeah. Um, I was just saying that the other day. Like, I wrote down this quote. Okay, I've been reading this book. It's called okay. "Everything I Need I Get from You: How Fangirls Created the Internet as We Know It." <laughs> oh wow! Oh my Caitlin god, Tiffany. I've never even heard of this. Neither it's have I. Like a lot. It's mostly about One Direction and Harry Styles stands. Mm-hmm. but it's like about um the impact of tumblr and it's like about stan culture through the eyes of fangirls okay. um, would you call yourself a really harry or a one directioner no i like harry styles but no yeah i i want to be able to but i because i i don't know i've no, i don't know like all of I honestly probably don't. I think the only artist I even get close to standing outside of Kel's, K- Kelly is um, Beyonce and Taylor Swift. And even those two, I don't, I'm not like super familiar with every single song or like every single performance. Like mm-hmm. it's still kind of bits and pieces of them that I know and that I love. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, Kelly is probably really the only artist I know like everything (laughs) about the number one but but i I do love harry styles i brought that book up because i wrote down this quote from her about how she says infatuation is irrational but it can be a precursor to introspection Mm -hmm. and i think that's what we were talking about right this looking at yourself and this self-awareness but i was thinking like for me i don't stand i don't have like a long-term stand relationship with anyone but Nobody. I do go through periods Ugh, of like deep obsession that are short term. Oh, okay. That makes um, sense. I do I, that still. I really think about, at least now as an adult, right? Like I was telling Amon that I went so hard for Haim for like a year. <laughs> I was obsessed Ooh. with them. And I kept being like, what is it? Like, what is this revealing to me about myself? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, are what are my lesbian? desires? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, maybe. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe that's yeah. what it's revealing to me. Sexuality can be fluid and totally here or there. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, what can I learn about myself? What is missing from my life that like I see in this artist or that I admire about this artist or something? I just think it's interesting. Yeah. No, that's I. Yeah, I, I. It would be interesting to have like a professional do like a breakdown of my behavior. <laughs> <laughs> to like <laughs> tell me I think that too but um, I'm like stuff oh my about gosh myself. what are they going to reveal like are we yeah. prepared for that are you prepared for that I don't think you've studied this before like I don't <laughs> it'd be some truth bombs yeah it'd hurt it'd be painful probably stand specific therapy yeah this is why you're a obsessed freak and you should work on this <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I want to know I just want to know the underlining, I'm sure there's three main pillars of why 
we do it. And so we should. We yeah. should get a professional on here. He'd be like, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah, like the a, three main pillar thing. I like that. I want, I, it's, I, do you want to know what I think? I can talk really well right now. Sorry. Cut that out. Um, but do you want to know what I think is kind of maybe one of my pillars of obsession is a rough childhood Mm -hmm. and I'm like comparatively to other people. I'm sure other people have had like so much worse, but I had some pretty kind of crappy bad parts, um, just growing up and, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've always been that person that, yeah, gets, like, r- really into something to the point where I just want to deconstruct it all, and I mm-hmm. want to understand everything that created it, and I want right. to, you know, like, get so into it. And mm-hmm. I used to be that way with Harry Potter until J.K. Rowling started pissing me off. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of maybe one of my pillars those like that's definitely one of mine i connect with that and it's like having it was just uh, like uneasy it was just kind of everywhere and that and also i think what we said before is like the admiration of being like being because i think i connect when i I remember i remember the very first time i saw beyonce and i was like oh i identify with that and then like just learning i just seeing i was like i feel like i could be like I'm on Jordan, like she's like Beyonce, you know what I mean? But it's like, it's like, yeah. and then even in the song Formation, I think that was the first time I like fully felt represented where she's like, um, mix that Negro with the Creole, make a Texas Bama. And I was like, that's literally me. So like, I've never heard it explained, you know, like that. And so it's just having, I think that's another pillar to mm-hmm. add to it is like the admiration and like being, like wanting to being be seen. like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. To to use your favorite word, Amon, when you have a parasocial relationship with someone, right? Ooh, I just learned like, about this term. I forgot to bring it up. <laughs> they, it's it's a like good one. a yeah. safe relationship because mm-hmm. they're not going to harm you personally because yeah. they don't know you. <laughs> you know, they might uh. do something in the public eye that you don't like that might sort of hurt your feelings, but it's not deeply personal. Yeah. It's not yeah. someone who is going to cause you, you should... pain and suffering. You should tell all the other stands this because a lot of stands need to hear that. Wow. So it's you don't know them personally. I'm getting emotional. I'm like, oh wow, am I gonna shed a tear? <laughs> I'm like, cause it's it's really true. I'm like thinking about my life, like, oh that's yeah, yeah, just kind of breaking it down. Like that's why, and then coming out of it, I think having that foresight to see everything that I've done, you know, and then leading me here, and then wanting to talk about, it, like, wanting to yeah. break it down. I think that's interesting because I feel like it's. I remember someone, um, she was like, what are you going to do when you're in college and you still like Kelly Clarkson? And I was like, I I didn't think about that, but I was like, I'm going to still like her. Like, if she doesn't do anything to, you know, to, to upset me, I'm still going to like her. And so <laughs> I just never yeah. thought about that. But it's it's not common for other people. Other people didn't have those those. We are we are a little bit lucky being fans of Kelly though, because she's like such a likable right. like person. It would be harder being a stan of other certain people. <laughs> I I wonder how that works, like separating the art from the artist. I don't ever have to do that with Kelly because she's yeah. just a genuinely good person. But yeah. yeah, there are definitely some people where I'm like, oh, I love what you're <laughs> making. How are you this person? Like, yeah. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> right. That's but, also like the internet brought us that, right? We wouldn't know so much about 
these people's lives or politics or beliefs we would just be like in the 90s we might read about them in a magazine but yeah you're just consuming their art in this way that you don't have to know all of that mm-hmm. it's like yeah. you know mixed blessings can i tell you so my cousin my aunt had her baby her my cousins around the same time um they're the same age like the same years as beyonce and i was watching my cousin a couple weeks ago and i was like yeah you guys are the same age as beyonce's kids and she was like what she's and i was like yeah like blue eyes 11 the other twins are her age like you know they're six and they're gonna be you know they're gonna be six this year and she's like why do you know that and i was like what i was like she's like why do you know that i was like she's 11 and i was like getting red for filth and she's like isn't that kind of weird and i was like it's on the internet like everyone knows that she's like but why do people care and i was like fuck like you're really just reading me for filth so i wonder (laughs) if it's like not gonna be passed on if these new kids are just gonna be like that's you guys are weird I think it's going to be passed on. I, I think too. it's, I think there, I think there's like something innate about human beings sometimes that we're just kind of, I don't know. I, I hope I know. I, I know there's a lot of bad sides to it for sure. Like it can be really unhealthy or it can be a lot of things, but it's, yeah, I don't know. It can also be like such a saving grace and a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And, and um, it's, it's interesting. It's it's yeah. very interesting how the younger generations are comparatively to us. It's mm-hmm. I wonder. I think it's a timeless like you said, I think it's human nature. I think it's timeless. And I'm thinking about I asked Amon, I was thinking like um Beatlemania was the first stand um Yeah. Elvis, the Grateful Dead even. And I asked Amon like who do you think the original stands were? And he said uh, Cleopatra's followers <laughs> and I was like oh we're going way way back it's probably accurate it probably is yeah oh gosh uh, history they did, is they so fascinating to think I'm about. sure they all dressed up in a little bob and they did the eyes you know they're <laughs> the like style. mommy yeah. who am I yeah <laughs> oh definitely they were they were stylish yeah they had style so I could see how inspir- inspiring that would have been back then, especially because things were probably hella boring back Hopefully. then as well. So. And then someone asked her about Nefertiti, and she said, I don't know her. <laughs> I don't know her. Oh, I, like the, I like the Mariah in you there. That was great. I felt it. I felt that. Uh, Do you want to get into this draft? Yeah, let's do it. You want to do it? All right. So we yes. have prepared five top five stand moments. So five stand moments. Is it okay that I chose kind of all my own stand moments? Because I'm. I not think it should be what, so... however we interpreted the prompt. Okay. I have one that's personal, and then four that are not personal. I came with one non-personal one too. Okay, actually, perfect. We're we're inverses of each other. Yes. So how, how about you, Anand? You want to give oh, all of mine are not personal. Okay. All yeah. of them are not. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I can't wait to see how this shakes out. Me too. I'm too selfish to care about anyone. Else. <laughs> <laughs> like, You're stuck about me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Main character vibes. And then can we do the snake with three people? I guess since we all don't. Yeah. I guess since we all. Let's just 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 pick. 
Um, we'll do Joe. You can go first. Annie, and then I'll go. And then I'll do Snake. So okay. we'll go. So we'll go. Joe, Annie, me. Oh, and then I'll go. Me, Annie, Joe, Joe, Annie, me. It's like a snake. I'm first, or okay. Joe's so. First. My first one I'm going to do is I, when I was 18 years old, I was so obsessed with Kelly Clarkson and I was so depressed as the My December album came out that I got the KC emblem tattooed on the top of my foot. I'm a really crazy stan. I (laughs) really did. Yeah. Amazing. I didn't do that. And I feel like if I was asked that, if or if I was, I probably wouldn't do it today, but I don't regret it at all by any means. Yeah. I'm still like so happy and proud of it because obviously I'm still Stan all these years later. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I was bold. I was a bold little 18 year old. I was like, I'm getting a KC on my foot. That's how much I love her. Oh <laughs> so my gosh. <laughs> You're, do you guys want to so see cool. it or do you not like looking at feet? I want to see No, it. I was going to ask. I didn't know if you okay. would put your foot up like that. <laughs> I'll show it. I just, I know some people are like, gross, I don't want to look at your foot. Um, no, people pay for that. <laughs> and actually, I have pretty good feet. I should try to make some money. I should try to make some money. Um, but let's see if you can see it. Um, oh, yeah, it's cute. Oh, yeah. I love that. I don't, yeah, it's kind of, I don't know, it's hard to see a little bit, but that's my first crazy stand moment. Good one. That's cool. Thank you. That's cool. I, I've always wanted, like, that's, like, the emblem. It's, like, that you would get. I feel like if you were a Kelly Clarkson stand, you know? So that's yeah, really cool. Yeah, It's such a cool emblem. It was very, like, gothic-looking. Mm-hmm. I was like, Yeah. Yes. I kind of wish she kept it all throughout, but I like the whole I know. She should have done, like, a different thing with the KC every album. Right. There's so much of her branding that <laughs> makes me very upset. <laughs> so Yeah, that's yeah. a whole thing. That is. Oh, that I could be an that. episode. Yeah. Was that your first tattoo? Uh, yeah, it was. Whoa, yeah. that's cool. Do you have more? Yeah, I do. I have um that I would be good on my wrist, and I have the uh, song. Oh no, I was the Atlanta song that, that I would be good. Would be good. Yeah, she knows it. Oh, I okay. actually I fell in love with that song when uh Kelly covered it, and yeah. I was like, oh my god, I need that reminder on me to like mm-hmm. be good person because I can get really jaded and bitter. And so I was like, what a good reminder. So I got that, and then I almost got another Kelly lyric on me. I haven't gotten it yet, but I might still. Um, her song "Ready." There's a lyric in it called uh, "Fearless" with cape in hand, mm. and it's like. I just that. liked that lyric because yeah. I don't know. It's cute. Um, Good reminder that's one of to be my fearless. Songs by her. Amon, do you have any pop culture tattoos? Oh, lyrics or anything? I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't have any I'm tattoos. Not a... But you do. Yeah. I have two tattoos, but I don't think I'll get more. They just kind of. I I had very dramatic moments with them. I was like passed oh, no. out, and then like they woke up with like <laughs> apple juice. They're like, here, like, you get your blood sugar back up. I was. Yeah. That's really funny. The second well, time I passed out to probably. get cinnamon toast, okay, yeah, I was in a mess. So I was like, I think I'm done getting tested. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I like it. Okay, am I That's next? Pretty. All right, Annie, you got yours? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go. Well, I'm going to go Harry Styles because I did just read this book. Um, And the reason I read this book is because I read about 
like uh, I think she opens the book with the story and I like read it in a magazine and then I was like, oh, I want to read the rest of this girl's book. Um, I think it was 2014 or 2015. Um, Harry Styles had been at a party at Lily Allen's house the night before. And the next day, I think he had gone to play tennis or something. He was in L.A. I think he was actually in Calabasas being driven around by a driver and he had the driver pull over onto the shoulder of the 101 freeway so that he could barf and harry styles throws up on the side of the road and then as she tells it when he looks up there's a paparazzi camera taking a picture of him and so that Uh picture goes on the internet and this local stan who i think was like 18 this girl finds the vomit she like drives she uses the paparazzi no. photo to like geo tag where the vomit was goes there makes a little um poster board <coughs> plaque that says harry styles threw up here on like whatever january 3rd oh, okay 2014 and puts it next to the vomit and then posts that picture on twitter and then it that went viral Okay, so, I thought she was going <laughs> to do something with the vomit, but that's, that's cool. <laughs> that's all. She just memorialized yeah. it. And then this author of this book that I, I read, that. she, like, tried to find the spot. She tried to, like, visit yeah. the shrine, the vomit shrine herself. Oh, my God. <laughs> that could have gone much further. Yeah, I'm know. glad it's she had some self-control. <laughs> that's why I like this moment. Why It's one of my yeah. top moments. <laughs> it's, like, yes. it's gross, but it's also just sort of, like, um, simple and innocent. It's a little. It is yeah. a little innocent. Yeah. You're right. Oh. Yeah, I like that. I've never heard that story. That's all. Neither have I. Oh my gosh. <laughs> let me. Oh, I'm gonna run real quick. I just think it's funny that you guys are going to have all of these like moments of crazy ass stands and I'm over here like I am the crazy ass stand. Perfect. I love <laughs> these it. Are my <laughs> I can't wait that to hear your, your next four. There's a few more. <laughs> yeah. But. All right. So where I do you guys live, my... by the way? I'm in San Francisco. That's I'm in cool. Santa Rosa, which is about an hour north. You guys, California. Both live in cool ass California. Yeah. I feel like such a country redneck hick right now. I love it. <laughs> yeah. You're in South Dakota. Yeah. I don't think I've ever Not been great. to the Dakotas. Not too special. Yeah. I wanted to go to Sioux Falls actually, just because that's that's where the person that lived that named my dog. And she's just, yeah. But yeah, she says there's not much. Like, what is he? What? She's like, there's not much to do. I was like, I still want to go. She's like, there's not much to do. <laughs> we corn. have the falls, which is yeah. like water falling. It's pretty. That's yeah. cool. Okay, Amon, right. your so first mine, pick. So mine is from. So do you know the clip from when Beyonce was about to sing Say My Name? And she's going around asking everyone, like, what's your name? What's your name? What's your name? And no. she asked the guy. <laughs> Damn, I wish I knew his name exactly. But he, she like, he's like, my name is... And he says his name. He goes, Noel's Carter. And she goes, are you my cousin? She goes, I'm your husband. And he, and he hands her the ID. And then she looks at the ID and she goes, Oh, you're my husband. And then, then she goes, <laughs> and he, he gives a look back at her like, like, that's right. Like, he just, it's so funny that she goes into singing Say My Name. But it is so funny. I'm going to find the clip and put it up because every time I watch it, it just, 
makes me laugh. Like she. So his real name was Knowles Carter on his on his ID. Then I'm pretty sure he brought a fake ID. Like I think that's what happened. Is he brought a fake ID that had? It's still pretty funny. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And she goes, "Oh, you're my husband." And he had the ID. Uh, Yeah, it it was hilarious. I'm, I haven't seen that. This is all new, fresh stuff. I'm excited to hear. That's funny. That's another <laughs> one where it could have gone extra creepy, like if he did legally change his name, and instead <laughs> yeah. of the slightly more innocent version. Yeah. Yeah. Or if Beyonce did not play along yeah. and was like, no, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so no. true. That's funny. Okay, right, Joe, so then... what's your next pick? Oh, no, wait. Is it me? How does this work? Oh, dang, it's Snake. So I guess I would go next. So it goes ding, dong, ding, ding, dong, ding, ding, dong. Yeah, it'll go Annie, it'll go Joe, Annie, me, me, Annie, Joe. Joe, Annie, me, Perfect. me, Annie, Joe. Okay, so Amon, you get your next pick. Yeah, I will. Okay, so mine, uh, I think, okay, Joe, I know you know what this one is. It's at the, you know what? I'm realizing with all of this, my, I used to be so good at, it was this award show this year, this time. It was this channel. And now I'm like, it was sometime this you're, happened. You're losing your details. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My seats are missing. So it was when Kelly met Meryl Streep. And there, she was okay. coming out of her. Golden uh, Globes, by the way. Yeah, Golden Globes. Okay. I just remember her dress with the the, yes. the sleeves. Um, she was coming out of her interview with um, Ryan Seacrest. And she turns around and she's just like, Oh my god, she just freaks out. She loves Meryl Streep. We always say like we're like what do we say? Like I'm your Meryl or you're my Meryl. That's what we say because she yeah. loves Meryl Streep like how we love her. And so, um she turns around, she's like, Can I meet you? And so um they were they were meeting and talking for a bit and she Meryl Streep puts her hand on her cheek and it was just such a moment and it was just uh very sweet, just knowing how much Kelly loves her and how sweet that moment was so that was my moment seeing kelly turn into one of us for a really? moment and we're like damn she's awkward right now that's funny <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I like can that. i meet you it's like you can yeah you're kelly Clarkson. it's so funny that's so so funny uh, yeah kelly i she just doesn't understand how important she is to people <laughs> um, that's very true but yeah, Meryl better go on her freaking show, by the way. But anyways, that's all that's I'll what say. I'm saying about like that. a finale or premiere, like or a week, <laughs> Meryl week. Come on now, like the we stands need, need to organize. Are the stands already organized on that? That's true. We're not. I'm, we're not I'm, good at organizing not. at all. We're like stream party. Mm-hmm. We're like it's too late. <laughs> I'm too. I'm too lazy. I'm like. <laughs> yeah. I'm. I'm too old to do this shit. Yeah. I'm like it has to be the youngins who like. It's really have it. the motivation and the energy yeah that was me i like, give it one good stream I'm like okay that was good, <laughs> that was good. <laughs> yeah. i put yeah. aside time uh-huh <laughs> okay uh, all right all right so annie goes to you my next one is um historical so i Ooh, mentioned that oh, i think um i mentioned earlier that i thought deadheads were one of the earliest stand groups and the Deadheads were really on the cutting edge of internet stand culture, which I think is interesting. I'm going to pontificate here for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> what I think is interesting is that fans of the Grateful Dead tend to be straight white men. Mm-hmm. 
And, but like Stan culture tends to be more femme, more queer, less white, more interesting. So it's interesting to think about deadheads in this way because they were the first ones to use the internet to organize fandom in the 70s. They like had the first fan message boards and they used this thing called ARPANET, which like only the government was using at the time. And they used it to like send messages to deadheads all over the country. And through these message boards on ARPANET, that's like a precursor to the internet, they got together. They found out that Bob Weir, a member of the Grateful Dead, was his like new band that I think is called Kingfish, was playing at this wedding in 1976. And a bunch of these deadheads came and crashed the wedding. And then the people were, like, so delighted that they had figured out how to do this that they let them stay at the wedding. So they all just attended the wedding. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> but it's, like, early fangirls on the internet. Unfortunately, they were straight white men. But since then, that's sort of, like, <laughs> since then, it's all been taken over. <laughs> but see, so I was thinking about this, especially last time we talked, it's, like, sports, like, sports fans are the same thing. They have that parasocial relationship with the team. They don't they don't know they exist and they have put all this passion. It's the same thing. When I go to a baseball game, they are the same is it it's like the same feeling as like when I'm at a Beyonce concert, you know? It's like they're all I feel like it's just the relationship. I've been think thinking like about a, this since cuz you brought this up and um who's the the male host of that Kelly Clarkson podcast that we had on Jeremy. Yes. You and Jeremy were talking about this, but I've been thinking about it since then. I don't think I agree that it's that similar because, but because I don't feel the same for me, it's not the same. I feel, I tend to feel unsafe at like big sporting events because I feel like there's like a violent masculinity uh-huh. afoot. I think cause I've been around so many like fights between uh-huh. fans of opposing teams that it feels really masculine and like warlike. Like I find sports to be war games and like. But don't you feel war. like that's just the culture they create? Like that's not the culture Kelly Clarkson mm. creates at her shows. That's not the culture. But it's um, different. Kelly Jemson has at her show. I think the nature of the sporting event is like competitive and violent, but the nature of a concert is just artistic mm. and creative. And I think community building. I think they both build community, but. It doesn't feel the same to me. It feels more. But what about like, the heads, like gender... the mask people? The what? The mask people, clown posse. <laughs> same oh, clown ICP. posse, the gigolos. I've known quite <laughs> yeah. a few juggalos in my the life, juggalos. actually, <laughs> and they were so cool. The few juggalos I've actually met in my life were really kind, cool ass humans. Surprisingly, that's what I hear. Yeah, interesting. I was, I was. But their shows get rowdy surprised. though. That's and it's true. Like an art piece. And, like, if you think about Woodstock 99, have you watched that documentary? I want to, but I heard it was so disturbing that I haven't made myself yet. Yeah, it's really upsetting. And that's – but mainly because it was, like, a lot of 18 to 24-year-old straight white men. Yeah. Rallying around, like, Fred Durst and shit. But anyway, I was just thinking about the gender dynamics of that, that I think stand-up is more femme and queer, right? And more inclusive, even though it could get really nasty. Whereas sports fandom, I think, has like a violence associated with it. Sports fandom has. This is just going to be me totally judging people who are who are like super not not really judging people, but like 
lightly in a funny way judging people who are really into sports but we can judge here can we okay (laughs) (laughs) but i was just gonna say people who are into sports i don't get the passion behind it because i'm like isn't your team like destined to lose like most of the time like or like like you're never good like it's only one team wins a year and it's like that i would feel like such a I'd be like, why am I so passionate about this team? They suck this year. Like, that's like if like Kelly released a bunch of shitty music for a whole year or something. That would make me super sad, and I probably would not listen to it. But I don't know. You're you're right. There is kind of like the competition versus like the the experience of music in general. Mm -hmm. Um, But with the Woodstock thing that you brought up. male fandom even within like the musical hemisphere um can get pretty scary like from like even the woodstock thing it's it's interesting how like different bands or artists kind of have different cultures within their fan bases sometimes as well um like stand up i don't know like standing for like beyonce is very different than standing for Kelly, I feel like, a lot of the time. Like, the fan yeah. bases are just so... I mean, a, a lot of them, obviously, intermix, and, mm-hmm. and that's great. But they're... I don't know. Kelly fans really upset me sometimes <laughs> when they talk about Beyonce. <laughs> so, but... When they talk about Beyonce. Yeah. Yes. We need to have that episode. I'm like, stop talking. Stop saying that. There is a lack of respect for Beyonce in this world. And And other people sometimes. Makes me want to fight people. Mm -hmm. And it's not even. Mariah Carey that way. Yeah. And it's not even like that people don't like their music. Like, that's whatever. I get that. Like, Beyonce isn't necessarily releasing music that's. I don't, I guess like super, I don't want to say radio friendly, but radio structured. Like she's been just going Mm, beyond that. She's just been more innovative and stuff. And I can, I can see maybe why people aren't like jumping on it right away because it's not as familiar to them. But it's when they talk about Beyonce's vocals is that's Mm -hmm. when I get really upset because I'm like, I just, I saw someone the other day be like, the three best vocalists in the world, you're going to think this is funny, are uh, Steve Perry, who's totally one of the best, love Steve Perry, uh, Kelly Clarkson, and then the third one they said was Carrie Underwood. And Carrie Underwood, great singer, like, great singer, but Beautiful what girl. are you talking about? She is not one of the top <laughs> vocalists. Like, you don't know anything no. about singing. Just stop. Like, don't talk about it. <laughs> like, talk about That's it. your own personal preferences. That's beautiful. That's great. Yeah. And I welcome that. But, like, right. vocal technique, I'm like, let's put some respect on her name. Because she does like, insane shit to? with her voice. Yeah. She can do stuff with her voice that Kelly can't do. Um, and right. vice versa. You know? So. That's what I mean. Some of those people, and I was like, I don't want to put her in the situation. But people that say that, I'm like, I'd love to hear Kelly sing Virgo's Groove. Oh yeah, it's like let's. <laughs> I was like, I don't. I, I, that's a masterpiece in music right there. So. I want Kelly to cover Beyonce, but I always worry because I know a lot of Beyonce's music is like, it's very themed around like, especially lately, like the last few albums have been very themed around the black experience, and I'm like, what's appropriate and like what's not. That's what I was but, thinking about too. Some of her songs, I'm like, this yeah. is. I want you to cover this, but how are you going to cover this? Yeah, she it's like can't. I want her to cover it so bad, but I'm like, but yeah. it would need to be the right thing, mm-hmm. and I don't know what I. Sometimes I just don't know like what is specific to the black experience, or like maybe 
what's a little bit more broad um but and i know she works with like all black artists now as well right like she because she's just trying to mostly yeah mostly it's mainly because she's just trying to like make sure there's work for well i guess she she's done that like for a long like for a long time i think it's just more focused on i think after she um did her what did she do the all women band when she hired mm-hmm. the mamas i think after then everyone was just kind of watching everything that she did like very closely and so i think it's just because what i've seen i feel like i've always seen her working with black artists and putting platforms to people but now it's just maybe she has a bigger platform and she's able to do bigger things but well now yeah. white people yeah. are paying attention to race too yeah so i guess you know that's very true and i think beyonce really you can tell she like i think it was probably for me if where i noticed it most was her uh and sorry if this is going so off course but her self-titled album her first her first self-titled album uh beyonce um that album was like the first album where it like went really away from like i guess radio structured type of music that she was doing right. a lot of the time i, I think it was like four. yeah i think it was right around that time where i think she four. just she had the power behind her and like mm-hmm. she i think she just really wanted to stop making music for people that she didn't need to be making music for and she wanted to start making music for what she really wanted and i think we're seeing that that's why it's like so innovative and it's so fresh and it's so exciting mm-hmm. um and it's like every single writer probably wants to be working with her too um <laughs> like who wouldn't want to be working on that right. album so she has like all of the best hands in the pot <laughs> like on top of her insane talent but yeah i love beyonce I, I love it. I was like, I can listen, I can listen to that all day. It was like, just keep talking. I know. I'm going <laughs> to shut up. I'm going to shut up. Let's go. To <laughs> no, no. I'm so sorry. No, because it's true. And it's like, sometimes that's what's fun about, I'm realizing this this podcast is that's me on the other end by myself, like talking people's ears off. Not that you're talking my ear off, but it's like, and people are like, okay, like I get it. But it's like, I understand what you're saying and it's received. So it's, yeah. I'm like, it's exciting to hear someone else. Self-control, Joe. Talk about what <laughs> they are asking you about. Okay. <laughs> well, it's actually your turn, so we can you can do your next draft. Your next. Or is it? Um, I think is it Annie? Is it you this time? I think I just did my deadhead one, right? You did the only did the I deadhead one, and then we were going back the backwards way, weren't we? Because it was me, you, and then Amund, and then it was going to be Amund, you, me. Yes. Did, Did you, you do, do a one? second one? I haven't done a second. No, one. No, but I just get to do one. I don't. I never get to double. Oh. Right. Because I yeah. did my Harry Styles vomit, and then I did my Grateful Dead. Oh, you did do two. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I forgot about the no, Harry Styles one. Okay. Um, it is me then. Never okay. forget about that vomit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that you know, so dreams funny. about that vomit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um. Okay. So my next one that I wrote down here. Let's see. Okay. This one is a pretty serious one for me it's not like funny this is kind of more just one of my personal moments but um back in 2012 it was kelly's first leg of the stronger tour and she started basically having her fans write in fan requests like or tweeting in fan requests of songs that they wanted her to perform and in 2012 she came through salt lake city and i tweeted a like 
five or six different requests at Kelly. And then, um, then I go to the concert that night and the concert hasn't started. I'm like sitting in the audience waiting and I hop onto the Kelly Clarkson express, which is like this Kelly Mm -hmm. Clarkson message board that a Mm -hmm. lot of us have been on for a really long time. And I hop on there, you know, just out of boredom, waiting for the concert to start. And I'm, like, reading through some stuff. And one of the fans on there was like, oh, my God, Kelly, I just met her in a meet and greet. And she's going to be singing Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls for the uh, fan request tonight. And my heart stopped because I was like, oh, my God, that was one of my songs, like, I had submitted. And I was like, I was like, don't get your hopes up. Mm -hmm. Someone else might have requested it. Like, you know. And then I... Yeah, she ended up saying my full name. She said Joseph Morton and then saying I was by the... She picked one of my requests and I got oh like a moment God. with her in that way. I've never Aww. met her and she has no idea what I look like or anything like that. And I was in like row 23 or something. So I was too far back for her to like notice or do anything with. But yeah, she sang my fan request and that moment... Oh, that's so cool. And she said that your name. Special. She said my full uh-huh. name. Your name was in her mouth. I know. And I <laughs> definitely like... I didn't cry because I think I was in too much shock, but like eyes welled up, like we're just sopping. That was my next question. Like, oh my god! Yeah, I almost cried just like hearing the... you say that just now. Just <laughs> Me too. About yeah, it. I was like, oh my god, I like clapping and stuff. I was like, yeah. Do you know what would be like a weird Sophie's choice is like that or um, getting to meet her? Which one would be more special? Like, ooh, that's hard, right? Ooh. Like, would you rather Kelly pick yeah. one of your requests a song? and only get that or would you rather get to meet her and only get to do that which would you choose i've met her i've met her once Ugh, and i feel like jealous. i i hold that moment so like close i'm like yeah so i would she gave this hug like her hugs are so tight and it's like she <sighs> she said my name like it's just it i don't know this is where you name. can actually cry for me because i'm sad because <laughs> i've never had that <laughs> and like i went up and i and I Is, was, what, wearing, th- was this at a meet and greet or what's the context? It wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, it wasn't at a meet and greet. It, we, it was a little bit insane. We had to. Um, it was like the first hundred people at the uh, Microsoft when she was in those Microsoft stores. The first hundred people in line got to meet her, and so we actually ended up sleeping in front of the Microsoft store overnight, and um, we got the little like golden, you know, the silver. Like bracelet and then I remember I when she did Texas Rangers hat. Yeah, those were those Microsoft like, what, Store concerts right? were cool. Yeah, yeah, it was like um, right before the Greatest Hits era, like yeah. that time. And um, yeah, she just I wear like a Kings of Leon shirt and I had a Texas Rangers hat, and we were in the concert and she actually pointed at me like in the concert because it was kind of close. And then um, she's like, "Oh, you know all the words" or something like that. And um, we went back to meet her, and she goes, oh, there's my Texas boy. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, literally. (laughs) So I was like, oh, my God. She's like, she knows who I am. So then we were talking, and I was like, okay, be cool, be cool. Because, like, all day I was preparing. Like, I can't. This is the moment. I can't, like, squander it. So I was like, Kelly, like, you're so cool. I didn't say that. I said, "Um, thanks for, I can't remember what we talked about, honestly, right now. Why am I blinking? Um... We were just, I remember the end where I was, because um, she talked about my shirt, Kings of Leon. She's like, oh, I like Kings of Leon. I was like, yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, yeah, we took a picture. Because it was only like 30 seconds. And I was like, oh, I want to do something cool. I don't want to like just stand here. And she's like, hey, I could be cool. That's what it was. 
And so then we, like, I did like this, like, flexing pose, and she did the same thing. She's like, whatever you do, I'll do. So then she did the same thing, and, um... Wow. I was like, hey, and then we walked out, and then I was like, oh, one more thing. And I was, like, leaving. Like, she did not have to do this. This was the most special part, is, like, I was leaving, and I was like, oh, one more thing. And the security guard was like, no, no, no. And she's like, wait, what do you have to say? And I was like, my mom wanted me to tell you that, like, she's just so... she just appreciates you and how you've never changed and how like how you've just really always stayed true to yourself and then she's like oh thank you tell your mom i said hi and then i left and then um yeah it was just like that was it and i was just like it was cool that you should make that your twitter bio kelly clarkson's texas guy (laughs) i would make that my twitter bio (laughs) oh texas boy yeah or texas boy no like around that time Every, I had everybody calling me Texas boy. I was like, I'm Kelly Clarkson, Texas boy. Like, it was around, because uh, MySpace was, like, leaving, and then, like, Facebook was just coming, and I was like, yeah, I'm Kelly's Texas boy. So, yeah, I'm gonna bring, I'll bring that back. <laughs> wow. I love it. But, so, I think, I don't know, because I've also been on the other end where I've just, like, tweeted out songs and songs, and I'm like, oh, you didn't sing my song. <laughs> so, yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I feel like everyone has to meet her. It's an impossible choice. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Because I wanted her to sing, I was in Arizona, some Frank Ocean songs, because he he mentioned the word in Arizona in one of his songs. Like, maybe you. Nice. I love Frank Frank Ocean. Ocean Yeah. I don't think she's ever covered Frank Ocean. No. So I was like, that'd be kind of neat. So. That would be. Yeah. I'm into it. Um, I love it. Is it who to does Annie it go Reddy? to next? To Annie. Okay. <gasps> okay. Um, I'm going to say. Oh, in 2020, when the K-pop stands shut down the riot cams. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. I, what during, did they shut down the, exactly? During the Black Lives Matter protests, it yeah. started in Dallas. Dallas PD was say- was saying like if you record anyone who's like causing trouble or looting or starting fights or whatever at the riots that as, as they called them, yeah, the BLM protests, yeah, you were supposed to call a hotline or like upload the video or something. Um, and the K-pop stands like flooded those sites with um or maybe it was an app it was something but the k-pop stands flooded it with fan cams i remember and they like took over the white lives matter hashtag and stuff seriously such good done (laughs) i like that's (laughs) truly if we could all just like find out how to encompass that kind of energy and use it towards stuff like that the stands could be unstoppable so true that's what i'm saying I was like between K-pop, Beehive, and the Barb's. We can really get some things done. Mm-hmm. I know the Barb's have a lot of anger. I feel like they need to channel it somewhere really good like that. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 For, exactly. for good. Yes. <laughs> for good. Yeah. They're that may be directed at the wrong people right now, and we need to uh-huh. get it directed at like the the right uh, area. Yeah. Right. I support uh, you, Barb's. That's what I thought. Channel that <laughs> anger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, Amy. Oh, so it's me. I Oh, what a good segue, actually, because I was thinking about the barbs and thinking about how, like, I see sort of, I see why they are at the, like, when doing 
just a little bit, just like why they are. Like, I feel like they're the number one stand group in my mind. Like, they're just, they're just insane. I don't know. They're just, they just, there's no rules. I, just, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. It's just chaotic. Like, I feel like it's just coming from where, like, the worlds I come from, Kelly, where I feel like we're all like, hello, good morning, nice to meet you. Like, you know, wonderful shirt you got on. Here's some tea. Like, it's all very wholesome sometimes. Um, yeah. And... I don't know. It's just different. And so it's, so I guess this is mine from a concert that um, Nikki had and she brought up a bunch of fans and she was singing bottoms up and they were all kind of dancing. And this guy, he was wearing all white. And I wish like he's someone that I would love to find and like bring him on. Cause I'm like, this was such a moment. I'm sure for him, he was on there. He took the mic and he was like rapping bottoms up to Nikki. And then like just doing all the, like like just doing a whole performance piece with her like there was like all these stands up the crowd was going crazy and then like he was like grinding on her like going around her back like rubbing on her waist and stuff like that and then she was into it and then he like at the end of um her ver- her little her verse um he does like a jump split into like he's like rapping still and then does like a jump twirl and split and the whole crowd is like screaming and then like Nikki like runs off stage and it was just so funny I was like I can't even imagine like what like that those are the moments that you like practice in your bathroom and you're like practicing in your room you're like, yeah I'm gonna be on stage one day and I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking kill it and you're like the he killed it it was so fun to watch I wonder <laughs> if that person is now an entertainer because that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's bold. Yeah. Yeah. I like I a like good bold. I wonder what their Twitter bio is. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Nicki Minaj's Nikki's dancing death partner. Death Drop Boy. Yes, death yes. Drop Boy. There we go. We were on the same wavelength there. I like that. That's good. <laughs> all right, all right. My, my one I'm going to go again is, um, do you remember, do you know this video? It's like of... Uh, when Michael Jackson was singing Earth Song and um, he was in Korea and a fan, like he was on one of those levees. I didn't even fan... think about Michael Jackson's stands, but they are bonkers. Okay, sorry, yeah. go on. That's another yeah. big fan base, yeah. Yeah, and he jumped on the levee, like the little crane that Michael Jackson was going to sing on. And so he was, Michael Jackson, Michael, why do I keep saying his first full name? Anyway. <laughs> Michael was holding the fan as the crane was like on like a picture like you know when Beyonce did Crazy in Love and Coachella like the crane like they were on a crane over the fans and he was holding the fan he had to keep him alive yeah like for dear life and the fan was just like in the moment had his hands up so whimsical like wow Michael Jackson's holding me like I'm so excited and Michael's vocals didn't crack once like it was like insane it was the most insane performance because he's just doing all the whoo, whoo at the end. Just like, it's so really good. Brilliant like, singer. Yeah. Truly. And I'm like, that's why, you're, that's why you're who you are, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a hard one to talk about, but yeah, so talented. So talented. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I only say hard to talk about because I don't even know how to talk about that. I don't know. I know. <laughs> it's not something I'm super informed on, so I'll keep it there. But yeah, yeah what same. what a pop music like 
just um, what word am I trying to look for? Phenomenon, like truly, yeah, truly. Well, wow, I've never heard of like any of the ones you guys are giving me. I'm gonna have like so many YouTube clips to go look up after this. <laughs> I re- I do we'll now that you describe that. I remember that. I remember seeing that. Oh my god, that video. I feel like he had we'll to be like unflappable with his fans because his fans were. I mean, I talked about Beatlemania, but those girls were just screaming. Michael Jackson fans are like rabid in this way. Yeah. Yeah. I was watching some videos where they're just like gay, literally weak in the knees. Like they're just oh, like, yeah. can't stand up. And then, but he's so sweet with them. Like he was giving them hugs and he's like, he like yeah. hugs them. Like, a, I don't know. Was just like, like the oh, way he could bye. dance and move and yeah. then just yeah. like, oh my gosh, Unreal. I'm swooning thinking about it. It's like, <laughs> I know. just really Unreal. insane entertainers that just tapped right. into something like magic. Yeah. Just, um, just wow, and Janet Jackson, like, jeez. Oh my God. Like, jeez, what is in that family's like DNA? Truly. Wow. Gosh. I Janet, love Janet. Janet like, is a Mon's original girl. Oh really? Yeah. yeah like. Janet's kind of concert, more of a like that more... was my first album. Do you want to know? I only more recently started getting into Janet. I actually still have a few albums I need to go through that I've never listened to. But <sighs> the one song okay. of Janet's that I always think of that has such a staple in my childhood, though, because it was like the very first song, I think, on the very first Now CD. Do you remember the Now <laughs> CDs? Now that's what I call music. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I think she had like the very first track on the very first one. And it was that song where she's like in Africa. She's like in like the desert. And it's like. Together again. Together again. That's what yes. it was. Yeah. That's what it was. I love that mm-hmm. song. Aw. That is a wonderful song. It is. I, that, that that song is at the end. It is. Yeah. That has like the best. Like one of my favorite pieces of like the end. It's like little. I don't know, it's like a xylophone or something. That's my favorite piece of music. I'm like, have to go ever, back probably. and listen to like that. Little... It just makes me so happy. <laughs> I'm going to have to look for that. That's a good yeah. song. Yeah. Wait, are you saying that was the first track on the very first ever? Now that's what I, I call music? I think so. I think wow. so. I think it Legendary. was. Legendary. If it wasn't the first track, it was at least on the first album. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. And I think it also had Mambo Number no. 5, maybe, if I'm not wrong. <laughs> and I think it might have had... What a time. God, what a time, I know. It, was, it had some fun that. ones on it. I'm trying to remember. But... Oh, it had... Um, we need to have blue, specifically, the, like, the now blue group episodes. One too. Do you guys remember the Blue Group song? Yeah. I think that might have been on it, maybe. That sounds like the right era. This is like 97, 96, 97, maybe? Something. Yeah. 97, probably, I think. Yeah. Thank you. That's the year Titanic came out. What a year. What a. And Scream, too. Sorry, I'm a big Scream movies fan. I love it. Amazing. Okay, whose turn is it? It is your turn. Oh, it's my turn. Okay. Um, my next one is the Celine stands right now protesting at Rolling Stone. Oh, <laughs> so perfect. yes, so perfect. current with their sweet little signs. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Can you... I read I this article that. that there were just these French people who were in town 
and like stumbled across the protest and saw that there were there was a sign in French and the reporter interviewed them and they were like we don't know why we're here but we just grabbed a sign and everybody was really nice oh my god I love it they probably are the nicest group of people too probably it is that is That's so funny hilarious. you know what good for them because Celine deserves all the respect like she really does I would say someone's gonna show up for her. I would say I bet you Kelly belts the way she does because of artists like Celine Pavey. Like mm-hmm. the way she belts in that higher like chest voice is like, mm-hmm. oh, it's so crazy, yeah. it's so cool. I've been wanting to go back and actually like really get into Celine because I'm like, I have to I see a clip of her. Yeah, she's like has a little number like she has a little dress on and she's always doing a little one two step and doing do, do. it seems like that's what i and like she always has her arm out like oh, you yeah. know like she's have performing. you ever watched her eurovision performance no is it it's recent pretty crazy no it's like old oh, like oh. 80s maybe oh you're talking about like when she was a little girl right like with like that's how she was first discovered i think was I on eurovision did. and it's like really bad quality video right because i think <laughs> yes. i've seen it i think i've watched that because i Celine Dion's whole life is really fascinating, honestly. Like, she has a really unique story with some maybe problematic parts, but yeah. Sure. Yeah. I always thought I was too cool for her, like, when she was big and the, you know, I was listening to No Doubt and Sublime. I wasn't going to listen to Celine. (laughs) I know. Celine was, like, Miss, like, (laughs) Ballad. Yeah, she she was great. When I say problematic, by the way, I don't mean she was problematic. I was saying Mm. her life. I was like, I didn't even know. No, she wasn't. She was just really young. She, I think, she ended up marrying her manager, who was Mm. like, I think she was twelve years old when he became her manager, and they announced that they were together when she was like nineteen, and he was like in his thirties. Like, I think there was Mm. some a really big age difference, but I think also Celine talks about him in like in good faith as well. So. It was probably one of those situations that shouldn't have happened, but maybe wasn't the worst possible thing. I don't know. It's yeah. yeah. Who can I'm getting into probably stuff you don't want to talk about on your podcast because it's well. I was just no. I'm so curious. Yeah. Well, I have you watched the Alanis documentary? No, but I want to. I love Alanis. Highly recommend. She gets into the shit that happened to her when she was a teen pop star with the producers Ooh. and stuff, and she doesn't get into details, but she says enough that you're like, oh. Yeah. It's just to be a woman in music in the 80s and 90s it was just I mean I'm sure it's still rough. But Yeah, but then it was like there was no accountability or like yeah. Exactly, it's no more touch shed the yeah, light shed. People got away with it easily yep. and it was normalized. It was just what people did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which, it's pretty creepy. Yeah. Is it my turn? Did you want me to go next? It is, yeah. You can, yeah. You can do. Did, I don't want to skip over if you weren't finished, Annie. No, I'm finished. No, no, you're good. Okay, perfect. Um, I have two more that I am supposed to be doing, right? Because I've done three. Yeah, I think. Okay. Um, my next one is gonna be my last personal one. Well, you've then... done two, I believe. You did two, right? I didn't say that. Did I mark it wrong? No, you. I probably did do two. I can't count or keep up. I don't know where I am right now. <laughs> um. Okay, maybe it won't be my last personal one then, but it's going to be one of the last. Okay, Uh, the next one I'm going to bring up is I'm the crazy fan in all of my situations. Um, 
So this one, it was... That's why the, we brought you on. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> that's perfect. So the Meaning of Life tour was announced back in 20... Well, actually, I'm pretty sure it didn't start until the beginning of 2019, even though the album came out at the end of 2017. So that's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. But uh, when the Meaning of Life tour tickets went on sale, I was super broke at the time. Just, you know, that paycheck to paycheck life in your 20s. Um, still now a little bit, uh, Same. but mm-hmm. yeah, you guys live in California, so I bet it's even harder, but, um, so yeah, I was like super poor, but Kelly tickets, right? I don't know when the next time she's going to be able to go on tour is. And so I went and I saw that she had front row seats that are like on a catwalk. They're like basically surrounding uh-huh. the catwalk. They and you got like free drinks. It was like a bar. Like basically. the bar. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And the tickets were like a thousand dollars and they were really expensive. And they came with like a bag of merch and you got like two free drink tickets. And then you got to be like front freaking row, which was a dream. I had never gotten to be front row. I had been second row. I had been kind of fairly close but i'd never been like right there and like on so the barricade yeah yeah so i to be able to go i took out alone to to go see my favorite artist for a row took out alone had to pay that off for quite a few months um but i got to be front row and i have so many memories from that concert we got to go into this like little room beforehand where they had a lot of uh kelly's like career moments and things Mm. like in glass cases like her awards some of her old dresses that she's worn over the years um like i got to see them like in person behind a glass case but and then we got to take like a picture in the big voice chair even though they were like take a picture in kelly's voice chair and it was like this like wooden ghetto thing that was not her actual chair Uh (laughs) (laughs) but we took Uh, a picture on that handmade replica yeah yeah and then uh yeah we got a really cool bag of merchandise i have these little kelly clarkson wine glasses that i let's see if i don't know if you'll be able to see this but i got these like little meaning of life glasses yeah that's nice yeah and i got like a blanket and i got just a bunch of kind of really cool things so that is mine yeah i will take out a loan just to go that's see. That's inspiring because I'm curious to see how much these Renaissance tickets are because I'm like, are we mm. going to, I've touched on that, are we going to pull out a loan for this? Like, that's not that. Yeah. So. It's worth it. It's like a memory that will always be here. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't worry I agree. It. I went to like, I think 15 or 16 concerts last year and I put a lot of that shit on my credit card and I do not regret it. <laughs> I would be paying <laughs> yeah. down those concert tickets for a while, but. I missed going to concerts so bad, and so many people I wanted to see were on tour last year. It's, it's just, that's what I want to spend my money on. Yeah, absolutely. Way cooler than other stuff we spend our money on. So mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. now, actually, Ticketmaster has, like, Afterpay and stuff like that. Oh, Carl- true. Klarna. So... I don't even think I'm going to try to go to the Renaissance tour. I am obsessed with that album and I haven't stopped playing it, but that just sounds overwhelming, especially after we witnessed the whole Taylor Swift Ticketmaster mm-hmm. incident. I'm oh like, my gosh. I don't want to live through that stress. I will just yeah. watch it on my oh. Mac and pretend like I'm there. That's funny. <laughs> do you yeah. think Beyonce will be able to not do it through Ticketmaster? Do you think she'll like create her own ticket company? I would bet that Taylor would do it before Beyonce would do it, to be honest. Yeah, she's more the marketer. That's true. Yeah. 
I think also Beyonce she, is a little bit not. I don't think she thinks about her poor fans <laughs> that much. I think. <laughs> I think she's well, like, how can I make money? <laughs> like, she. I don't think so because nope. I buy a lot of her stuff. Yeah, is it good yeah, quality like her, stuff? Her, yeah, like this is Ivy Park, and I, I like it. And just yeah, I have like yeah. a whole little suit, and it's like. I only made the joke because her stuff is genuinely, like, expensive, <laughs> and I'm too broke for that shit. <laughs> so. Well, I was looking at that with the box, because I'm like, that that mystery box could have really been so much money, and it was, like, what, 40 bucks with tax? Oh, like, that's $35 not too bad. for mystery box? And I was like, she could have charged 60-plus dollars. Yeah, more. true. And we didn't know what was in it. We were just like, here's a box with some things in it. And we're like, okay, I'm going to buy it. Honestly, Taylor Swift isn't that much better. She released like five different versions of her album, and you get like special things that's with each true. one. Like yeah. that's I'm like that's let's. Thinking of your poor fans. I, I know. I'm like <laughs> let's not make our fans spend all this money. That would be nice. <laughs> right. I get that they're like not making as much money as they used to because of streaming, but it's like on our backs. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I'm like put that on someone else. <laughs> yeah. 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 Agreed. Agreed. But that is actually uh, to go back to your your answer. Actually, that was a cool experience. I got to experience that too. Um, and I don't oh, know you how went to I've the meaning of life to too. Yeah, okay. but I was. It was sort of like a. It was like I didn't have money either, and I was like, "Can we?" I asked like a few family members. I was like, "Can we? Like, can you get this for me for Christmas?" And I was like, "This is like all I want. You don't have to give me anything else." And that's kind of how I worked my way in because I was smart. like, I can't afford this but but i actually did get my the family members that did get me the whole package i actually got them like the nosebleed like 25 dollars seats which was nice so they ended up coming but not doing the whole thing with me but it, it was fun to like to see her grammys and all of the yeah dresses like the because of you dress mm-hmm. and Things like that. And if you followed them their whole career, it, like, makes it extra special. Because it really is, mm-hmm. like, brings back memories of, like, moments that you were really present for. Like, like mm-hmm. uh, she had the stuff like that their dress. I don't know if you remember that. That's what it was. I say because of you. Stuff like that their dress. Yeah. Yeah, the dress from one of her American Idol performances when she was literally on American Idol. And it was cool because mm-hmm. she had it. It was, like, stitched into something. It was, like, you could tell... It wasn't, like, wearable anymore. She had, like, mm. stitched the dress into something. It was kind of weird looking. But um, but that was such a cool moment because that was one of the first performances of Kelly's that, like, sucked me in and kind of kept me. Um, so that uh-huh. was, like, a really cool thing just to see in person. And you're just like, oh, my God. So. How many times have you seen her? I think six, I think. Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice. I've only seen her eight. I say only, but. This is eight. Well, but like I know there's people like that. Was like, yeah, like I've met people. It's like twenty three. I like, know. Really How? rich. I'm like, it must be nice <laughs> to have money. I'm like, Damn. yeah. <laughs> and like I remember when the the Microsoft's tour when we were meeting in line. I met and I want to meet them, find them again. But there's this girl. I believe her name was Carly. She had like red curly hair, and she was like, yeah, I saw, I've seen Kelly like thirty something times. And I was like, oh my god. Like I was like. I was shocked, and then I remember the person next to me was like, "Come on, she's one of you," and I was like, "I'm stunned. Like, how do you do?" That? And she's like, "Yeah, we travel with her, and this is this." I was like, "What do you do?" Like, I was very confused, but now I see, like, as I'm older, I'm like, I guess I could. I do want to go to other cities and like see how they do it in other spaces. 
I'm not judging them because if I had the money, I would totally probably be that person. Yeah. But I am. Yeah, I'm not judging either. I'm just like, how do I get that? How do I do that? <laughs> but yeah, I am like, damn, that's a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's go. Can um, you do one more, Joe? Yeah. Joe's last one? Yeah, it'll be your last one because I have one left and then you have two left, Amon? I have one left too. Oh, okay, perfect. Perfect. I have a really fun one. I'm. Gonna, do you want me to say it quick? Yeah. Okay, so this one is kind of, I don't know if you'll remember this or if this is like a big thing, but this one has to do with Halsey. Um, It's one of my favorite videos. It was kind of like near the beginning of Halsey's career when her career really kind of started picking up and like taking off and her fan base started getting a lot bigger. And she was doing promo one day for her like new music. I think it was like 2016, I think. And her fans had been like getting upset with her because I guess they had been like waiting outside and she didn't see them and she had kind of walked past without kind of acknowledging them as much as they wanted and so Mm -hmm. Halsey was getting I guess some tweets from fans that were like upset or felt like they felt unseen or whatever and Halsey like comes out and just like comes outside and she's like i just think all of you guys are being so mean and she's like and i (laughs) need you to respect like my boundaries and that i have all the stuff to do and i would never just purposefully walk by you and not care and she she kind of went out there and it was this is what i love about it it's part of it's a little bit maybe feels like awkward or cringy a little bit Mm -hmm. because it's so like honest but i loved it because it was so vulnerable of her to just, like, go out there and just, like, really address them and say, like, this is how you're making me feel when you do that. Mm-hmm. And it's not fair. And these are my boundaries. And this is how I want to be treated. And it was just, like, a really cool moment that I know a lot of people did make fun of her for. And it is a little bit cringy. But <laughs> but it truly, I don't know. It was just a good I love moment it. of vulnerability. Yeah. That's, like, one yeah, of my favorite her. moments. I know, I loved it. It was good. And it's funny, too, when you watch it. You're just kind of like, oh. So. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that. I'm going to check that out. That's funny. I'll send it to you guys when we're done. <laughs> love it. They got Sweet. busted. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I love that. She called them out. She was That's like, you right. crazy motherfuckers, stop. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my finale is my one personal one. <laughs> I'm ready. Uh, I want to say it was like, 2016 maybe 2017 wait it's whenever thank you next came out actually when was that i think 2017 okay or 2017 or 18 actually i think but okay okay yeah that makes more sense um and i was at karaoke with my friend bia and it was like we were we recorded somebody doing karaoke or something i don't even remember what it was or if it had anything to do with miss bethany frankel herself Real Housewife of New York, Bethany Frankel. I was about to ask, isn't she a Real Housewife? (laughs) Yeah. She's one of my favorite Real Housewives of all time, but I Snapchatted it to her, (laughs) and then she responded to me, and all she said was, love. (laughs) (laughs) But it was like a DM or whatever from an iconic celebrity who I stand, and I think about it all the time. Whenever I say love, I think of her. Oh my god. Joe, were you around like the early too. Yeah. Joe, yeah. <laughs> um, were you around the early days with Twitter when like 
celebrities would do that? They would, like, talk to their fans like that? I guess I was, but I never, I don't know. I didn't put myself out there enough to ever get that experience, <laughs> sadly. I should have. So, I did not take advantage of I remember of the just, <laughs> like, one day, I think, like, I looked. I think it's just I was following people, and, like, I remember it was, like, Pitbull or someone was, like, mm. in the DMs. And I was like, what? Like, they were, like, it, it was, like, a regular message. You could tell it was, like, from a company and it's like them like rock nation someone else was like all these people we would reply and they would reply back you're like talking to <laughs> someone on the end simpler times okay. yeah okay Amon, what's true. your finale bring us all home. right my finale my finale no <laughs> mine is not okay mine is um are you ready <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm ready. I was going to try to lead into it, but I was like, I'm just going to say it. So mine is from an episode, actually. It's from a TV show. When Aaron Carter oh. kissed Lizzie McGuire. Wow. And he came to set. <laughs> and she was like, Aaron Carter, coming here. That moment, like, rings in my head all the time. That's his soul. But um, an original Disney Channel stand moment. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Yes. In that whole episode, he was like him coming to town, them recording. It was a Christmas the, episode. Uh, music wasn't video. It? Yeah, it was yeah. a Christmas episode. Yeah. All the snow. They're like little outfits with the red pants and then the silver number. Like it was it was cute. R.I.P. Not always Aaron think Carter. about that. Yeah. Indeed. Um he share I share a birthday with Aaron Carter, funny enough. Huh. December seventh. Yeah. Um, but that was a moment. That was such a huge moment for us, like little Disney Channel watchers. We (laughs) were melting. We were like, why am I not Lizzie? Yes. (laughs) And he kisses her under the mistletoe, right? Right. Yeah. I remember Mm -hmm. that. Well, I I was a Lizzie watcher. Yeah. That is the, that's one of the pillars of (laughs) stand-up. Why am I not Lizzie? (laughs) (laughs) Why am I not Lizzie? That's true. That is 100%. It's <laughs> who we all wanted to be uh, yeah, right. in that moment. Yes. <laughs> what a good one. That was a, like, came out of left field. I wasn't yeah, expecting that Yeah, that was surprising. That, that was good. <laughs> that was a good closer. Thank you, thank you. It was. I felt so. Do you remember that moment, Annie? Were, were, you a, were you a Lizzie watcher or were you a little too old for that? I was a little too old. You're my sister. I feel like age, I watched so. some, but I, 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 wasn't a, I wasn't that into it. I don't remember that in real time, but I have seen clips of it since then. You're my sister's age, so Mm. I was like, I felt like you might be a little too old for that one. I did buy Aaron Carter's CD when it dropped. Yeah, he had some some, catchy little Mm -hmm. tunes. Absolutely. What was that one about that was like party party something? Right? With Shaq. Was that him? I don't know why, but I'm I can only think of... Aaron's house. Aaron's house. Aaron's house. house. Yeah. Original Harry's house. Didn't he have a song about candy? (laughs) Or was there a lyric about candy? I want candy. That sounds right. Okay. I think about that song a lot because I like like eating candy. Yes. (laughs) Mandy Moore's candy. Now that's that's a song. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I love me some Mandy Moore. Yes. (laughs) Love her. You guys, I feel like I have two new friends. That was really fun. I do. It was very fun. I'm very excited. Thanks for coming. Okay. I will support the episode. I will post about it and I will download and I will listen and I will do all of that. It's, but have fun with it, you guys. I totally want you to know 
that if there is any, like, I don't know, if you guys do start going through any, like, weird insecurities or feelings or just, like, whatever we go through as humans, like, lean on each other and, like, build each other up and try to be, like, opposite. Like, when one of you aren't Mm. feeling so confident, the other person try to pick it up a little bit and then, like, vice versa. Because I feel like Mm -hmm. tag-teaming it like that will be will be a nice to have like someone to yeah. lean on i didn't have that and i wish i kind of would have maybe done that yeah but that's my not advice but that's like my experience that i wanted to share 100 percent, yeah all right i'm gonna yeah, go on to the rest of my day in a great mood so i appreciate Yay, it too. me too yeah okay have a good day right. bye 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 friends see ya <laughs> We so got it. We nailed it.